This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, Bruchem Abba, and welcome everyone. We're continuing in Daf HaShavua. We're learning Mesachas Ksubas, Daf Mem Zayin Ahmed Beis. Let's begin again from seven lines from the bottom on Mem Zayin Ahmed Aleph. Nisais, Yasser Alav Habal Shu Oichel Perois. The Mishnah said that if a father has a daughter who's a Nara and she inherits property, the father does not eat from the peros of that property. However, if a husband marries a woman who has property, then the husband eats the peros of his wife's possessions. The rabbi is taught. Now we're talking about a situation where a father writes to his daughter certain properties for the dowry that she brings into the marriage, and the father wants the daughter to have these uh, different gifts uh, itemized in the ksuba, that she's bringing it into the marriage. This is uh, part of the nadunya, and the various items are fruits, clothing, kalim, and he writes it to her from Erison. So, Tanabana Kasavla Perois, if he writes to her fruits, ksus, clothing, bekalem, sheyavoyu imami beisavia, to bring with her from her father's house, lebeisbala, to her husband's house. Mesa, so if she dies, loizacha habal bedvarm halalo. The husband is not zoicha in this property. Because the terminology is, she's bringing it in from her father's house to her husband. But that's only. Once she enters her husband's house, min hanesuim after chuppah, but he, the opinion of the Tanakama is that he has no right to inherit it. He has no right to inherit it min ha erosin only from the suin. Mishum Rav Nasan Amru from uh, in the name Rav Nasan they say zacha habal b'dvarm halalo. The husband is zoicha in all of these things. So we have machlekes Tanakama and Rav Nasan whether a husband inherits the Nadunya from his wife, from Erasin, or only from Nesuin. The Tanakama says, only from Nesuin. The Tanakama says, only from Nesuin. Rav Nassin says, Zacha Habal Bidvarim Halalu. The husband is Zoyche in these things. So, Rav Nassin holds even from Erasin. Says the Gemara, this, this above mentioned Machloikes, is what the husband yarshins from his wife. Let's talk about a similar scenario, but the opposite, where the husband dies, and the woman is now inheriting from the husband what is called toisefes ksuba, that a man who really loves his kala adds on to the ksuba toisefes ksuba. For a basula, she gets 200 zuz, and almana gets 100 zuz. However, if he really loves her, he's going to add on to the ksuba. So Lema Let us say that this machlekes the Tanakam and Rav Nasan is the same machlekes Rav Lezman and the Rabbana. The Tanan we learned in the Mishnah, Daf Nadal If a woman became an almana, a nesgarsha, or she became a grusha, if she was widowed or divorced, bein minha nesuin, whether from nesuin, bein minha erasin, or from erasin, goives hakol, she collects the base ksuba and the toisefes ksuba. The uh, baseline ksuba and the toisefes ksuba, meaning the Tanakama holds that she inherits even from 
Erasin. Similar to what Rav Nassim said, that he inherits her, Minha Erasin. However, Rav Lezim and Azariah, Omer Minha Nesuan, she collects everything from Nesuan, Minha Erasin, and from Erasin, Besula Goyve Masayim, a Besula collects 200, Almana Mana. And Almana is going to collect 100. Why will she only get a, a hundred? Or why will they only get two hundred? A hundred? Shalai Kasavlah, he only added to the Ksuba, Ella Almanas Lakainsa, only on condition that he marries her. And since it was never consummated, she, according to Rabbi and Azaria, she does not get the Toysefes Ksuba. So now the Gemara wants to lock in that Lamanda Amar Loizacha, the Tanakama by the first Brisa that says, Loizacha, the Tanakama of the first Brisa, who says that the husband does not yarshin what she brings into the marriage from the Erisin, that's like that she does not yarshin his toysef, she does not get his Taisaf Suba from Erisin. Umanda Amar Zacha and the Manda Amar that says she is Zoicha, namely Rabbi Nasan, who says the husband inherits her from Erisin. If let's say she dies, so um, the one that says Zacha Krabanan goes like the Rabbanan, that just like he inherits her, she will inherit him, even the Taisaf Suba in her Erisin. So it says the Gemara, Everyone could fit in like Rabbi Lezab and Azariah, that when he dies, she only, she does not inherit the Taisefes Ksuba Minha Erisin. Everyone could hold like Rabbi Lezab and Azariah. The Tanakama who says that he does not inherit her. Mina Erisin fits in very well like Rabbi Lezim Nazaria, who says that she doesn't inherit him. Umanda Amar Zacha, but Rabbi Nasan, who says that he does inherit her, Mina Erisin, that's him inheriting her. Adkan like Kamar Lezim Nazaria, Rabbi Lezim Nazaria did not say, Ela Medidei Ladida, only from him to her. Meaning Rabbi Lezim Nazaria only said, that she does not inherit him. Why? Because let's think for a second. Why does a man give a woman Toysefes Ksuba? He gives it to her, it's about the relationship. Because of Chavivas. Shalai Kasavla, he only wrote it to her. Again, Elamididei Ladida. Rabbi Lezben Azari only said from him to her. Shalai Kasavla, Elamnasukainsa. He only wrote it to her on condition that he consummates the marriage. So therefore, if if in a situation where he dies, so she doesn't get it. Because he only wrote it to her on condition that he does nesuin. But in a situation where she's giving it to him, where she dies, I feel Rabbi Lezim Nazari could be Maida to Rabbi Nasan. Why? Because there's a difference between what he gives to her and what she gives to him. What he gives to her, he's giving it to her because he loves her, provided that the, the, uh, the marriage is consummated. Lamasha, let's say he says, okay, besides the ksuba, I'm going to give you a set of machzoyrim. 
But I want you to. I'm only giving you the machzorim if you dive into my shul. But if if you um, if I die, and you want to inherit my machzorim, and you're going to continue davening in your father's shul, I never gave this to you. I gave it to you for our marriage. But if the marriage never happens, I'm not giving it to you. But Masha'in Kane, what comes from her to him, the father writes it to him because of the arrangement, because of the family ties, because of, of this establishment of a connection between the Chassan and Kala. Mishum, from her to him. I feel Rabbi Lazar Nazari Almighty. Even Rabbi Lazar Nazari would agree. It's because of Chasnos. It's because they're connected. But he is, um, and they're tied. They had Arison. So since they had Arison, the uh, gift is valid. And Rabbi Lazar Nazari would agree to Rabbi Nasan that if she dies, it still goes to the husband. Okay. Now the Mishnah said, that the husband has to feed his uh, feed his wife. A husband has to support his wife. A man has to give his wife mezaynos. The rabbis enacted that a husband supports his wife in lieu of the fact <coughs> In lieu of the fact that he has to, that he gets her masiyadayim. Meaning, since the husband gets the wife's masiyadayim, in exchange of that, he gives her food. Ukfurasa, he's responsible for her burial. Tachas ksubasa, in lieu of her ksuba. Meaning, the husband pays for her burial in lieu of the fact that whatever she brings into the marriage as a dowry, he inherits. <coughs> Lefikach, therefore the Brisa says, Baal oichel peris, the husband eats the fruits. The fruits of what? Peris man who said anything about the fruits? <clears throat> we didn't discuss the fruits of property that she brings into the marriage. We discussed the tachas ksubasa, what he buries her in lieu of, of what he inherits from her if she dies. But, what does it mean? The Baal eats the fruits of what? Of the land that she brings into the marriage? Peros, who mentioned their name? Says the Gemara, It's missing words. And this is what it means to say. Tiknu They enacted that you have to support your wife in lieu of the fact that you get her handiwork. And that you redeem her in lieu of the fact that whatever land she brings into the marriage, whatever she brings into the marriage, the husband eats the fruits of. And he buries her in lieu of the ksuba that he inherits. Lefikach, therefore, baal oichal peris. The husband eats the fruits. So the question is, what do you mean, therefore, the husband eats the fruits? That's odd. Um, that's, that's obvious. We already said he gets the fruits because he's responsible to redeem her. So why do you have to say lefikach 
Baal Eichel Peres. Says Gemara, my lefikach, what's a lefikach? Gemara says, I would think, no, not that he eats the fruits. I would think, he doesn't eat the fruits. He puts the fruits away. Because otherwise, other, meaning I would think he doesn't eat the fruits, but he puts it away because otherwise he would never want to redeem her. So this way, by putting away the fruits, he has some money in storage to redeem her. He'll refrain and he won't redeem. So the Chiddush is... It's better to say that he eats the fruits. Why? Because if he's just going to put it away, maybe the fruits won't add up to what it's going to cost for him to redeem her. Sometimes it's not going to be enough. And therefore, um, sometimes it's not going to be enough. And this way in light of the fact that he's been eating the fruits and he, he doesn't really know how much, he'll redeem, from his, uh, he'll redeem her from his own possessions. Says Gemara, Ve'epachana. Why don't we do the opposite? In other words, the question is like this. Why is it that he supports her in lieu of her earnings? And he redeems her in lieu of the fruits. Why don't we say he should support her in lieu of the fruits? And he and he redeems her in lieu of her handiwork, in lieu of her earnings. Why do we why do we make a trade off that he supports her for her earnings and he redeems her for the fruits? Why doesn't he support her for the fruits and redeem her because of the earnings? Says the Gemara, Amra Baye, Tiknu Matsui Lamatsubishinamatsushinamatsui. They were masakin that a frequent a frequent uh, benefit that she brings in, namely her handiwork, for something she frequently needs, namely, um, namely food. And something that doesn't, is not frequent, namely if she happens to inherit land and it produces fruits, that's in, in lieu of her uh, being redeemed. That's given to him so that he would redeem her, which is also not common. In other words, we would rather match up and trade off two common things, namely, namely her handiwork, which is common, and her need for food, which is common, and two things which are not common, namely fruits that she may have from land that she inherited, as well as her being captured. Says the Gemara, Amar Rava, so until now, until now, We were saying the Rabbanon were masakin that the husband feeds her in lieu of her masayadayim. Now, does that mean the husband's responsibility to feed her is midairaisa or midrabbanon? It sounds like it's midrabbanon. Or you could say, even though it's midairaisa, nevertheless, they were masakin that the husband gets her handiwork. Since he has to feed her midairaisa, but it's not clear. Meaning, it's not clear. Does the husband have to feed her midrabanan because he gets her masiyadaim, or really he feeds her midairaisa, but in lieu of that, she he gets her masiyadaim. But anyway, Amar Rava Hai Tana Savra. The following Tana holds 
As opposed to the earlier Tanu who may hold its Rabban, and he holds Mazoinus Midaraisa. Feeding one's wife is biblical. The Tanu learned in Raisa, She'era, Elu Mazoinus, She'era is food. And that which they ate, the, the food of my people. Kisusa, clothing, Kamashmai. That's as, uh, as it's Mashma. Oinasa, what's Oina? Zu Oina. That's relations. Like it says by Lavan, if you afflict my daughters by not giving them Tashmish. Rabbi Lazar Oimer, Rabbi Lazar says, She'era zu aina. She'era is not food, but rather it's relations. Each man to a relative, he should not approach to uncover her erva. Kisusa, clothing is kamashmai, like it implies. Oinasa is food, that, that like we have in this week's parsha. Elu mezoinais, this refers to um, her food. V'chein oimer, likewise, uh, similarly it says, like we had in this week's parsha, Vaya'ancha vayarivecha, and he afflicted you and he starved you. So we see, inoy is a reference to food, as opposed to a lack of tashmish. So both of these opinions learn out that feeding one's wife is dairaisa. Either we learn out from the word she'era, that's the opinion of the Tanakama. Rabbi Lazar says we learn it out from oina, that's uh, referring to food. As opposed to the previous Tana who is uncommittal regarding the responsibility of food, whether it's dairaisa or drabanan. Okay, Rabbi Isai, thank you for joining. Be'ezus Hashem uh, tomorrow morning. Hopefully regular time will be the Eon share on Daphnam Zayin. Okay, thanks for joining tonight. Agatavach, agazuntavach, all the best. Thank you, Okay, good night, thank you. Good night, good night. Call Nice. Bye. Bye-bye. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.